0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let It Grow Investing, uh, where we're going to talk about what's going on in the market, how bad things are, what moves we can make, uh, ultimately, ultimately what we can do to survive this downturn. It's, uh, it's getting bloody out there. We uh, are definitely seeing some drawdown in some different sectors, different markets across the board. Uh, crypto is getting demolished growth is getting demolished nasdaq is falling uh, you know about 2.75 percent just on friday uh, so it is bad out there you know ultimately we are going to all be in this together if you're staying long staying uh invested through this market we're all going to be going through this together and uh, it's certainly going to be one that is you know i'm not i'm not sure we're done yet i, I think we might have a little bit more sell side pressure um you know with the nasdaq at 137 uh, and we hit 16000 back in november uh but last march we had a uh, a low of about 13000 maybe a little bit under that around 129 we could retest that level we uh, we definitely found that as a support last time and i definitely think we could find some support there again which would basically mean that we wiped out all of last year's gains in the NASDAQ at that point. Uh, So it's going to be rough. We are, like I said, we're down around, you know, 2,300 points from where we were. And, uh, you know, it's been significant. It's pretty much since the start of the year, we've had a lot lot of sell side pressure and not a lot of buyers coming in to swoop it up. Uh, because I think there's a lot of that fear still. We're not uh, certain as to what the Fed's going to do. There's talks about you know more and more rate hikes, throwing that whole kitchen sink at it, really trying to solve the problem of inflation. But uh, you know it's it's multifaceted this this problem we're facing. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, ultimately, you know, as I've said before, I'm going to be buying through this. Uh, finally, got a little bit of cash flow positive on my end from work. And, uh, you know, it's going to be shopping time for me. So I am getting that pencil ready, doing that research now. Uh, hopefully I can share some of it with you guys. Uh, ultimately, you know, I, I want a dollar cost average through this dip. I don't think I'm smart enough to perfectly time the bottom. And, uh, you know, I got lucky a couple times before, you know, March 26th, 2020, we were in a similar uh, position and I happened to throw a whole lot of money at the market uh, that week. That week was a, a lot of buying for me. And in hindsight, looking back, it was the market low. Uh, I did time that one pretty well. Uh, it was also again, you know, I just had that money coming in, and it was it was time to buy. Uh, I did buy before that. I did buy after that. So you know, some of the stuff that I was buying uh, January, February in twenty twenty. You know, I'm still not fully recovered on all of those, but uh, then when I did some of the buys in in March, it really kind of helped uh, bring my portfolio back up when we started rallying off those COVID lows, off of all that fear that we had then. Um, so ultimately, like I said, I'm going to be buying through it, and uh, you know, I, I think if you're long enough in the market, I think that's what you might want to be doing as well. Um, you know, everyone's situation's a bit different if you're facing retirement or if you're in retirement, you know, obviously you want to do what you need to do to protect that uh, that assets that you have in order to, you know, stay um, comfortable through retirement. But uh, if you are a newer investor, not going through and never been through a correction before, uh, I'm here to tell you this is normal. We, I mean, it's, uh, it's a correction right now. We're, we're not in a a complete crash or a recession—that um, would be a lot bigger of a drop. We'd be at like twenty percent on that. Um, so right now, we're we're just trying to to shake out the loose hands. And uh, ultimately, I think this uh, this drop is getting very oversold in a lot of specific names. And uh, you know, some of those names are going to be those non-profitable growth stocks, ones that we have been looking at uh, adding to, ones that I've mentioned before. That I've been buying, and as I said, you're not always going to get the bottom. You're not always going to time it perfect, um, and I kind of knew that going into this. You know, growth stocks are going to be tough. There's going to be a sell-off, and I'm going to try to buy them through this dip. You know, because if I was ready to buy them two months ago, 50% higher than where we're at now, uh, you know, you got to be ready to buy them when they're on sale. If uh, if someone said, you know, hey, I got this $80,000 car for you. And you said, you know, I really want that. I'm willing to pay 80 grand for it. And then, you know, two months later they said, Hey, look, I got that same car for you. And now it's only 40,000. You would buy it at 40,000. So if you were, if you're ready to buy it at full price, um, be ready to buy it on that dip. Also buy it all the way through that dip. You can get double the amount of shares. And, uh, ultimately when things start taking back off, we are going to be in a much better situation. So Today's episode is a bit of positivity through this downturn. That's what we're really looking for. Um, You know, that's that's my angle on it. I really want to uh, ease some of the fears. Uh, I've been through it before, and this one, you know, it's I think less worrisome than COVID uh, at the start of it. Um, I think we've got a lot of things that we've talked about with uh, the recovery through different rate hikes uh, seasons prior, prior to this one, we've seen that we come out in a, in a better spot at the end of that rate, uh, hike cycle. And we generally have this, uh, this fear and all this pain at the beginning. And then once all the, the rate hikes are already in, we, uh, we tend to do better. You know, the, the economy is hot right now. And that's why we're raising rates is because we're trying to slow it down from getting too far ahead of itself. So when that happens, we're, we're trying to pump the brakes a bit. And right now, I think the market is taking a nosedive and they're they're doing more than pumping the brakes. They're, they're smashing on the brakes and there's there's not much of an appetite at the moment. But uh, I do think that this is going to going to fade out. I still think the second half of uh, 22 is going to do do us much better than this first half. We're going to have to shake out these weak hands, though. So ultimately, that's what's going on. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I will be putting this money to work in these these growth names. Uh, as things bottom out, and like I said, I'll be buying through it. But uh, we're looking at the uh, investing challenge for week four. We had the uh, large cap techs. That's what we were. Well, can't talk what we were looking at this week. We're looking at uh, Meta, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, Apple, and what was the last one? Alphabet, Google. So we had those uh, those five large. Uh, large cap tech companies. And ultimately, everyone vote. Well, not everyone voted on it. Uh, we'll definitely like to see some more votes, but we are going to be buying Microsoft uh, Monday morning or lunchtime. So that's uh, that's what one week for. And uh, I definitely thank everyone for voting. And uh, please make sure that you are getting your votes in. It, uh, it definitely does help when uh, we have a lot larger of a, a sample size to get these votes in. And uh, I know a lot of people are looking at it. Not everyone's voting on it, which, uh, you know, I definitely would like to see some more numbers on there. So if you can go ahead and vote on the uh, the pin comment every week for the remainder of the year, we're going to be putting that $200 uh, off of the Let It Grow Investing Facebook page. We're going to be buying those on the Webull account and uh, I'll be posting up the results. But uh, so, yeah, we'll be buying Microsoft on Monday and uh, I do like where we're headed with this. We've got uh, got some growth. We've got some safety uh, in the way of some of the larger names. And uh, I definitely think that we're going to do well from here. And ultimately, I want to get some, uh, some more growth in there as this market bottoms out. So that's what we're going to be looking at uh, on today's episode. What options we've got and ultimately where we can get the best return going forward uh, for the rest of 2022. But we'll take a quick break and I will be right back. All right guys we are back here so what uh what's it looking like for you? are you uh, really fearful of what's going on I've talked to a couple of people who really are thinking of selling waiting for the dust to cool or settle and then uh you know get back in when when things they they think the water's safe um ultimately like I said, I don't think I'm that great and that uh up to date on. Everything at all times, in order to sit and and watch it all day. That's just not how my schedule goes. If you got that kind of time, great. Uh, ultimately, I don't. Uh, so I'm gonna stay invested. Um, you know, I know if you've got the shorter term needs for this money that you're investing, you might have to take some out, and you might have to take some off the table, and uh, realize your losses or your gains if you you've got an up position on something. But uh, for me, I'm like I said, I'm I'm buying through it. I'm looking to uh, build out these positions that are at a discount, and there's quite a few of them at a discount. Uh, so ultimately, what am I looking at? And uh, I'm going to run through again some of the things that I've been buying, and uh, we'll we'll get to some of the things that we bought on the Webull page as well, and just try to track how those things are going. You know, it's only been a, sh- a few short weeks here on those but uh, we'll, we'll cover them as well. So this is all from the 18th to the 20th. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them are gonna be repeats here, but Enphase, Matterport, SoFi, which I'll talk about in a second. Palantir, CrowdStrike, uh, bought some more JP Morgan. Uh, ABML, I bought a good amount more of that. Neo, Enphase phase again, DraftKings, Matterport again, uh, more PayPal, CrowdStrike, uh, Palantir, DraftKings, Matterport, DraftKings. So, uh, as you can see from that list, a lot of growth, some profitable, some not. And uh, as we've said, that the things that are not puni- are not profitable are getting punished the most. Uh, ultimately, you know, money is going to be more expensive for them to borrow. If they don't have any positive cash flow coming in, they're obviously borrowing that money in order to pay their vendors or their employees and to keep their companies af- afloat through through this time. Uh, so ultimately, cash is getting more expensive for them. They have to borrow it from somewhere because they're not making it themselves. Um, like I said, I'm really building out these positions long-term. I know that some of them are not profitable. Uh, I know that there's a risk involved with that but ultimately, long term, I think all of these can do well. Uh, and as I was just saying, you know, SoFi, they uh, they did get that bank charter this week. That uh, certainly helped their stock. They ran up, uh, I believe it was Thursday, they ran up about 14, 15%. And then they had another, I believe, 6% day uh, the following day. So we've definitely seen that run. Um, I certainly think that if we were in an app, a market with an appetite for growth. This one would have broke through the highs that they had set around that $24 mark. We got to 16 and then, uh, you know, Friday, I guess it was Wednesday that they had that big announcement. Then Thursday, they did well. Uh, Friday, they had a sell-off. It was down 7.4%. So ultimately, I think that uh, they would have broken through that, that high that they set back in uh, like November timeframe of like 20... $23. They did have some more highs back in, in February prior to that, but uh, I do think we would have tested that level. Um, ultimately, it's just not the market for them yet. They are not profitable. They did have a uh, EPS loss of five cents a share, uh, and that does hurt them in this market. They obviously had some uh, some traction going forward when that bank charter was announced that they did get award that awarded that conditional charter. That definitely helped them. They've still got um, price targets average upside of 54% with a high upside of $30. So that's 116%. So I definitely think we can get to that level. Um, like I said, if we were in the right market and people were looking for growth stocks and not punishing them, I think we'd already be through that. We definitely saw the volume spike. There was definitely people buying it. And then we just ran out of ran out of buyers, uh, which means the, uh, that price came back down. And so ultimately, uh, I think when people have the appetite for these, uh, we will certainly see this one take off. Um, but right now it's just not the, the place time or place for it. The, uh, the bank charter is a great thing. It just happened to come at a time when no one's looking for that news. They, uh, you know, people bought it and then traders got in and sold it to make that quick profit. And that's what took it back down to that uh, 13 dollars level that we closed at um, on Friday. So good news for SoFi, um, just not at the right time. Ultimately, this one is still a buy in my eyes. Um, you know, like I said previously, Kramer had said, you know, if you can get this in the 14 $15 range, it's a buy. Right now, it's still going to be in a tough spot just because of the the market and how things are looking out there. Uh, But for me, it's an accumulation time. Uh, I would like it to stay down here for a couple months so I can buy more of it, accumulate my position, and uh, hopefully then we're off to the races. That's really what I'm hoping for. But uh, time will tell. We'll see where the market goes. We'll see if that appetite for growth comes back. Ultimately, in time, it will. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know when that time frame is going to be. Like I said, I really think the uh, the second half of 22 should do better for us once all of these uh, rate hikes are baked in and we have a little bit more of a clear vision as to what the Fed's going to do. And uh, ultimately, that'll help us get to that next leg uh, up leg of this market. So let's talk Netflix real quick. We've got uh, the company did report uh, on uh, Thursday. That they had 8.3 million net new paid subscribers in the fourth quarter. Uh, their prediction was eight and a half million, and uh, you know they had 8.3, and that was right in line with where the analysts uh, had the numbers coming in. And then going forward into Q1, analysts are saying about uh, I think it's 5.5.8. That's right. I'm looking at it here, uh, and they uh, the anal- the analysts at 5.8. The executives and the uh, staff at Netflix say that they predict just 2.5 million net new subscribers. Uh, so that's going to be a big letdown. So that is a lot of the reason why Netflix shares fell about 22% uh, Friday, which cut about $49 billion out of the value of the company, um, basically on the the outlook that was... Uh, more of a, a letdown than analysts thought it was going to be. So for that reason, people sold their shares. They took the the profit, they ran with it. And the, the, there was no buyers. Basically there, all the buyers were gone. The sellers sold it at that price and there was no one else to buy any of the other shares. So it just kept dropping, kept dropping. People wanted to get out before this next quarter comes out and it's very soft. Uh, so ultimately that's what happened. It, uh, they just ran out of buyers and that money more or less evaporated. Uh, one one thing I did want to say when people are talking about uh, multiple contractions, when that PE comes down or when the price to sales comes down, you're going to see this money leave the market. That doesn't mean that uh, the money is tucked away now in safer stocks or in bonds. Uh could be. Some of it probably is, but there's a lot of it and a lot of the uh, the multiple in the market cap that is just gone. Um, you know, if if there's people are bringing that price down from say $100 to 50 and that's what we've seen in a lot of these uh growth stocks is cut in half we are actually you know if say the the market cap was 100 billion now it's 50 billion that doesn't mean 50 billion or yeah 50 billion is set on the sidelines in some other spot waiting to invest that means that uh, you know the the price of Netflix is now you know well this Netflix is 21% down but other stocks are about 50% down where they were. So that that market cap just vanished. Um, more or less that, that money's just not there and it's really kind of intangible as it was. That's just the, the market multiple that uh, people put on it uh, to give it that price. And when that uh, the sellers sell and there's no buyers to keep that value up, the uh, the whole company is worth less than what it was previously. Uh, in a lot of ways, this is going to be a good thing for the the Giants in the way of large cap because they're going to still have that cash, still have uh, a- enough assets to be able to purchase up some of these these smaller companies that are going to be struggling. Um, so a lot of the small companies could be targets for uh, mergers and acquisitions going forward. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Netflix. I think they're too big at this point. But some of these other small companies, we could see. A, a big appetite for mergers and acquisitions. We saw it in the way of Activision Blizzard with Microsoft. Activision had had some issues. Uh, they had sold off a good bit. Uh, and then Microsoft came in and announced that they wanted to buy them. And then the company, the, the stock price ran way up based on that price that Ma- Microsoft was willing to pay for Activision Blizzard. So similar thing, we're, uh, we're at that that spot where, you know, a lot of companies are getting cheap. Other companies are taking note, they're willing to buy them. Uh, And ultimately, I think that's what we got to do. I don't think scared money is going to make much money. You don't want to run for the hills, in my opinion. You want to dive in and buy these companies that are going to be on a discount. Um, So, that being said, week five investing challenge. What do we have? Um, I'm looking at profitable ARC companies this week, and there's a couple of them. I had to dig through a lot of the different stocks that are not profitable. Um, So ultimately, these are some of the the top ones in their holdings that uh, did show a profit. They do have a PE. They do have a lot of upside. They are in a spot where they've sold off significantly. And they are at a point where I think they would be good targets to buy. Um. You know, I didn't really do such a a deep dive on on the five names this week. Uh, More or less, I I was looking for uh, profitable companies that are making that money, and they also have um, a lot of growth ahead of them. They've got a lot of that uh, that COVID tailwind was was behind them, bringing them up, and now they've they've come back down to earth. They are still, like I said, in the ARC funds. I think most of them are in the top fifty. Some one might be a little past that in their funds, but they are all in K. Um, so what do we got? We have Zoom. We have number two, Shopify. We have number three, Roku. Number four, we have CRISPR Therapeutics. And number five, we have Pinterest. Uh, so like I said, they've all uh, did have some Definite tailwinds with COVID, uh, CRISPR being a bit of an outlier in that group. They are one of the first ones to come up with some gene editing therapies that uh, they can ultimately uh, edit some different uh, genomes or however they're doing it. And uh, it's a forefront technology that I definitely think the, uh, the ArcG fund um, is where I put my money for genomics. And I don't have knowledge here. And that's one thing that I did want to say is uh, Ark I don't know that I'm going to go ahead and buy all of the ones that uh, are in ArK by myself. So I let a company like ARK Invest find these small companies that uh, are doing great things. And I will invest some money in there, uh, in my IRA, to go ahead and find those, those smaller companies that have great futures ahead of them. Um, CRISPR is... In Ark, it's also in ArcG. and both of those funds are going to be um, companies that I'm not as familiar with, but I do trust that the the team over there at Arc does a good job researching these companies, and uh, ultimately I do think that they're going to do better for us. Um, so sometimes it it pays to have that ETF where you can have uh, a little bit of trust in someone else to do some of the work for you. It is a bit higher of a fee over there at ARC. Uh, I believe it's point. Uh, 0.75% that they sweep out of your account uh, yearly. And so these five are going to be profitable. And they also have upsides potential as far as what the analysts are concerned. And now I can't even read my writing. That's not good. Uh, let me look at Zoom real quick. So I'm going to look at the uh, the analyst upside. Okay. 89% of upside. We're currently at 147 Analyst targets of uh, two hundred and eighty dollars. The uh, low is two hundred the high is four hundred So that one definitely has some upside there even on the low end thirty five percent. I will uh, definitely see if uh, You know if something's thirty five percent and I think we can realistically get back to that number uh, I do think that that would be a great turnaround and at eighty nine percent. I would love that as well uh, Shopify Let's take a look. Currently at $882. Uh, The analyst target on this one is uh, 1,577, a projected upside of about 79%. So the high of 2,000, 126% upside, low is 1,113. I don't know who came up with that, uh, that number, but some analysts came up with 1,113. And, uh, so that's going to represent about 26% of upside on Shopify. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the smaller companies have their, uh, stuff, their store set up through Shopify. It is a growing industry. I think more people want to have that side hustle of selling what they want to sell. Um, and Shopify kind of gives a lot of people that, that storefront online in order to do that, uh, Roku, um, a lot of people cutting the cord. Again, there's a, a lot of reasons for people to be going to Roku. And we are currently at 152. The uh, projected upside here is uh, 332. So that represents 118% upside uh, based on 20 analysts. There is uh, The low is about 10% down from here. The high is $550. At, that represents a 261 upside from this number. So that one has the second highest um, analyst upside prediction, and it's going to be second to CRISPR. CRISPR Therapeutics, as I mentioned, genome editing, and they are that, the forefront of the, uh, the genomic space, currently at $62. 141% upside here for an average price of 151 based off of 11 ranked analysts. I'm looking at E Trade here for that, and then the final one, Pinterest. What do we got? Currently at twenty nine forty five. The average price target here is fifty one seventy four for about seventy six percent upside on Pinterest. They had that failed deal with uh, PayPal, and you know, I, I they they've been going down from there. They certainly had a uh, a hard drop after that. I'm not 100% certain as to why it fell that hard. They, like I said, they all do have a PE. You can probably check that out for yourself. It's 64 times on, on Pinterest. They did have a yearly high of 89.90 last February. And currently we are sitting at the low. We are, after hours, we are below the low of the year. Um, so, you know, there, there is some potential downside further with all of these companies. Overall, I do think that uh, the ARK funds are going to do well just because they've been beaten down so heavy. And just to give an ARK update, we are currently at $71 on ARK and ARK K that is. And when I look back to last year, last February, we we're at 156.58. Uh, I think that, no, the high was 159. So definitely brought that one down. As I said, this one's down over half. um, And a lot of that is because all of the the stocks in the ARK fund are growth stocks, uh, innovative stocks that aren't always turning a profit. They are up and coming companies. And I think this is going to be a spot where there's going to be a line in the sand. You're going to have to decide if you want growth. Uh, I think now is going to be the time to go ahead and get in on these names before they start rallying in the other direction. And as I said, dollar cost average over time to take some of the the highs and lows out of it, Uh, but build your position, take your time, certainly do the research on these five I came up with. If you like the ARK funds, uh, feel free to let me know. We're on the uh, Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. We have the week five uh, investing challenge over there with these five names. Make your vote count uh, and get out there and let us know what you're you're looking at, what you want to uh, see happen this year. If there's stocks you want to cover, uh, please feel free to let me know, and maybe we'll get them covered in a another investing challenge episode, or maybe we'll just do a, a quick blurb on uh, the stock that you're looking at. So feel free to reach out. Uh, as always, there are the uh, the links in the description for eTrade, Weeble, Finance, and Crypto.com, and uh, you know if you need to get started, head on over there uh, to get your IRA set up for uh, 2022. If you don't have one on uh, E-Trade, great spot to do that. And uh, as I said, in crypto, they are falling hard. And uh, I'm going to be buying some of those also. Just put some limit orders in this morning on Binance. And uh, ultimately, we're going to see if those trigger and uh, I will be buying as uh, I get some more money coming in. But uh, that's what I got for you guys today. Make sure you vote on the uh, Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook. If you are not a member, make sure to go on there and... uh, you know, just fill out the the questionnaire and I'll, uh, I'll let you in. Uh, Just made it private because there's too much scam and spam out there. So go ahead and do that. But I will catch you guys in the next one and get your votes in and we will figure out what we're buying for next week. Take care. Have a good one. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell, and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on eTrade, Binance, and crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.